Back on a new breed of golf, Michael Breed, Greg Ducharme. Our email address is a new breed of golf at michaelbreed.com. Make sure you get those emails to me. Make sure, too, by the way, you include a telephone number. We're, we're calling a bunch of our listeners and having a little fun with that. So um, in light of the fact that you can't call us, we're calling you. We want to make sure that you're doing all right during this, uh, during this time of uncertainty, I guess, is the easiest way to say it. We welcome to the show now. A uh, a sure star on the LPGA tour and Van Dam rookie in 2019. And how are you? Good to good to talk with you and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm all good. Thank you. Good. Now tell us uh, tell us your whereabouts uh, now. Are you uh, are you out of the country or are you you here in the states? No, I'm very lucky. I'm here in the U.S. I've been here since uh, almost two months now. Um, it's way better than being at home, although. I love to be at home back with my family back in the Netherlands, but uh, yeah, it's full lockdown over there, so I won't be able to leave the house where here in sunny Orlando I can still practice at my course. So, um, yeah, good place to be right now. I love sunny Orlando. I spent a lot of time down there. Where, where's, uh, where, where do you do your playing and practicing down there in Orlando? Um, I'm a member at Lake Nona, so um, oh. most of the time I practice there, but so many of the girls yeah. are members at Alworth, Bay Hill, all courses around, so enough to play with with uh, with the other girls. Now, as you are uh, down there during this quarantine time, have you been able to work with your coach? Are you playing rounds of golf? What are you? What kinds of things are you doing to to work on your game or keep your game sharp? Um, I tried. I mean, I try to, you know, have a little bit of a practice schedule. So um, if I go to the course, I probably try to practice like two three hours. Um, it's important for me to write some things down I want to do, uh, get done. Otherwise, you can be there all day and not really accomplish anything. Uh, so I try to yeah keep it very specific what I work on. Um, we have some weekly w- matches with Lydia Coe, who's a member here, and Lindy Duncan. We try to play every Tuesday and Saturday, just you know, small money game, uh, stroke play scores uh, to keep us sharp. So a bit of everything. And Van Dam, uh, my guest this morning, LPGA star, as we talk a little bit about preparing for um, this LPGA season, which uh, is is going to be starting up um, here sort of in the middle of the year. And, and as you do this, it's obviously a, a challenging time because you want to get out and you want to play. We, we've had the privilege of being able to talk with Mike Wan uh, almost weekly as, as things have developed. What are you doing to to stay sharp from a competitive standpoint, is there something that is there a weekly game that you've got going on with some some of the the uh, women that are playing the LPGA Tour? What kinds of things are you doing to to stay tournament ready? Yeah, that that's the hardest thing of, of all now is uh, you know you have a lot of weeks where you don't have any tournaments, but luckily we have some good pros yet. Like no, I uh, play every week with Lydia Cohn, Lindy Duncan. We try to play every Tuesday and Saturday uh, just to get together, you know, play for a stroke, play around, play play for some money and try to keep each other sharp. Let's talk a little bit about this 2020 season. You've played, you've played three events before um, we had to stop down back in February, but you've made three cuts in a row, so great there. And yet at the same time, I'm sure you're sort of expecting yourself to to play at a little bit of a higher level. As you examine the play so far in 2020, what, what's, 
what do you kind of take away from these three events? Are you pleased with what you've done or are you, uh, you know what? I got to work on the putting or I got to get a little bit better with my, my driving distance is great, but my accuracy, not so good. What, what kinds of things are you left with after these first three events? I think overall for three events, I played quite steady. Didn't make massive mistakes or double bogeys or anything. So it's been really steady, been giving myself a lot of chances. Um, but yeah, I need to work a lot on hundred yards and in. Uh, that's what I've been doing the last few weeks here in Orlando. Is just putting your targets out, just yardage work with wedges, um, short game putting. Um, yeah, that, that's my main uh, main room for improvement. And and as you have been working on this for you, what has been a key for you to find success in that inside of one hundred yard um, area? Uh, for me, it's just a combination of uh, trackman and just putting uh, cones or head covers out on the range. Um, so you can, whatever I do, either from 30 to 60 yards or from 60 to 100 yards. Um, and just a combination of those visual cones on the range and trackman telling you exactly what your number was, what your spin was, your launch. Um, you know, to be able to hit good bad shots, you need to be able to launch it quite low with a little spin. You don't want to dig too deep, hit massive divots. So, um, yeah, just the feedback you're getting um, from the yardage and then, you know, those other two numbers is uh, is key. Now, you got to understand, you got a bunch of people that are listening right now that are golf <laughs> fanatics, right? And when they hear you talking about this, they're going, okay, what is she doing to do that? So I'm going to turn you into the teacher now, not the player, but the teacher. Is there something that you do that you think about to launch that ball a little bit lower, but yet not dig the club into the ground? Give us, Can you give us something that, because uh, I know there's a lot of people that go, okay, Ann Van Dam's going to teach me something right now. Let's go. <laughs> All right. I'm giving you probably like two very easy tips you can try. One, if you work working on your wedges, is tee the ball up a little bit above the ground. Um, so you want to have the feeling you kind of scrape the ball off without taking a divot. And as you experience that, you can feel you can still have your shaft lean forward while you hit the shot, but not digging, if that makes sense. And because of the tee, you get a really good feedback from, okay, how much can I have that? have the shaft forward so how low can i launch it without taking a divot um so so that's a drill i do a lot um and for starters just try to hit it just ever so slightly more thin um you know try to find that good balance of um yeah how steep you come into those wet shots so does that mean that you're you're playing your ball position maybe a little bit more forward instead of so far back, or do, are you altering weight distribution? What are you doing so that you can shallow that out and catch it just a little bit thinner? Um, I don't. I never like to have the ball too far back because um, that's only going to make you either back out of the shot or yeah, being too steep. So I like to put the ball a little bit forward in my stance, make sure you know my hands at the dress are a little bit forward of the ball, so you create. Um, yeah, an original shaft lean uh, and try yep. to keep this as much as possible. Um, I never like the ball too far back. It's more if you're playing really hard turf or uh, in a lot of wind, I might knock it down a little bit back. But yeah, really for the people, you know, try to tee that ball up just a little bit, put the ball a bit forward and yeah, work on that shaft lean in combination with the contact. And um, it- yeah, I'm sure you're going to get a lot better. And Van Dam, my guest this morning on a new breed of golf, LPGA Tour star. And let's let's talk about um, as you 
go into a typical week on the LPGA Tour, and this is something that I know is going to benefit those that are listening. If you could break down, uh, as far as practice time is concerned, the amount of time that you spend on the hitting area versus the short game wedge uh, bunker play putting, how would you how would you say that is broken down? Because many people, when they go to the golf course, if they're going to go play golf in, in a round of golf, they've got 40 minutes to warm up. They spend 38 minutes on the practice mm-hmm. tee, and then they kind of look at the putting green as they head over to the first tee and go to go play golf. But it's quite a bit different when, you're, when you are playing in a competitive environment and how you break up your time in preparing you for that first tee on a Thursday or Friday uh, or Saturday round of golf. Yeah, well, it depends a little bit if I know the course. Um, you know, last year was my rookie year on the LPGA, so every course was new. So, um, especially on Monday, Tuesday, I spend a lot of more time in the course, trying to see what the course is like. Uh, but if I come to an event and I know the course, my main thing is just getting a good feel for the greens. So I would spend a lot of time on the greens, uh, getting my speed dialed in, getting the reach dialed in. Um, other than that, if maybe some week to week, the grass might be a little bit different around um, around the greens in the course, so a little bit of chipping. But other than that, just same thing what I do in normal practice days, just a lot of yardage work. Um, try to see, you know, what temperature it is. Try to see uh, how far I hit the ball on the range. Maybe work on a little bit of technical stuff on the range, but I spend most of my time in the golf course. I always like to play nine holes, do a lot of short game and some drills in the course. And uh, I never like to stand too much on the practice tee and, um, get too much technical, especially if I'm playing a tournament. Fantastic. All right. Now, as we talk with Ann Van Dam of the LPGA Tour, Ann, we're going to have a, a little bit of fun now. We've got these getting-to-know-you questions. So these are things that are kind of random questions that we've thrown together. Uh, we won't go through all of them, but we are going to use a couple of them. Um, this will be fun. And uh, it'll have you think if you need to phone a friend or call a timeout, you can absolutely <laughs> do that. So um, let's uh, let's start with this. Do you have a nickname? And if you do, what is your favorite nickname? Uh, I have a lot of them. Uh, okay. But my main one on tour is AVD. Uh, it's a bit boring, but... Um... <laughs> Some people call me whatever Dutchy or whatever. I, I kind of like that. Dutchy. Okay, Dutchy, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. All right, now let's go to this one. This is this is going to be a little bit more of a of a of a challenging one for you. If you could time travel, and assuming that you love being twenty four years of age, living in Orlando, Florida, you know, on uh, in in two thousand twenty, but you've got to time travel now. You're going to travel forward or backward. If you're going to travel, which way do you want to travel? Forward in time or backward in time? And why? It's a good one. Um, Thank you. In one way, I want to travel backwards in time. Just having the feeling of no iPhone, no iPad, no television, no Netflix. Um, right. But in the, I, I would say go forward. Maybe go to whatever the year three or 4,000 and um, just see what kind of crazy cars or spaceships or whatever they have. Yeah. I want to see that. 
<laughs> I like that one. I had I, I hadn't thought about going up to three. I'm always thinking like 2070. I'm not thinking about going into 3040. Oh no, I want to go I, way forward. See what old <laughs> technology come through. Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right, uh, favorite book or the book that you're reading now. Oh, uh, well, I'm reading a Dutch book now. It's about uh, a guy who was a um, big alcoholic and now is a complete athlete. And it's just his transition through that. It was just a friend who gave me the book, so it's nothing to compare myself to that. Um, yep. But that's an interesting read. But um, Do you find yourself, question. and I, I don't want to interrupt you, do you find yourself more reading things that are – uh, like a historical type stuff, or do you like reading, um, you know, murder mysteries? What, what what kinds of stories? What kinds of books do you like to read? Self help? I don't read a whole lot, so <laughs> I don't I don't do a lot of reading. If I read something, it is probably more something about golf or science book or whatever that is going to help me. But or like a mental uh, mental yep. book, but. Um, no, I don't, I don't read a lot of books to be honest. Okay. All right. Last question. Talk with Ann Van Dam from the LPGA an LPGA tour star that is, uh, well, I think one of the top five longest hitters on the LPGA tour. I think your driving distance, your average for, um, this year is nearly 290 yards third on, on tour. So knows how to generate some club head speed. All right. I'm going to ask you this one. You're from a child. What is your favorite um, family tradition? Oh, that's a good question as well. Mm, I would say as a kid, we would always go on, um, you know, what we say, like our Christmas holiday. We would always go skiing. We always go, whatever, Austria, French Alps, Italy, um, just like a skiing trip with the four of us. I have one sister. Um, those were always my favorite holidays because we drive down, which takes, you know, eight to 10 hours. And it's just the whole, um, yeah, the whole trip is, uh, is always a lot of fun. It's probably my favorite, fun. favorite holiday fun. thing to do with my family. Fantastic. And we appreciate the time so much. Looking forward to the LPGA getting a go going again and, and, uh, following you around there out there. Congratulations on all your success. And thanks again this morning for, for your time. No way. Thank you. You're very welcome. That's Ann Van Dam from the LPGA Tour. I'm very excited to see how her year goes uh, through this 2020 campaign when it gets going again. Again, played three events, made three cuts, and uh, a lot of consistency out there. So we're looking forward to seeing how Ann performs. You're listening to A New Breed of Golf on PGA Tour Radio. We'll be back. 